So I wrote a thing is a podcast for intellectual ladies and their very serious, very intellectual writings. Episode 3, A Captain and a Princess. So, my name's Emily Dixon, and I wrote a thing. This is Captain Spider and Princess Moonbeam. Mr and Mrs Rokesmith of West Sussex believed earnestly that the end of the world was nigh. It was a core, yet vague, belief. There would be Jesus, several other deities, and some number of zombies. Bill Gates might be involved, but they weren't sure yet which side he'd be on. They didn't interact with their neighbours much. It didn't seem worth it with this little time to go, but when esteemed local doctor Bob Lilly visited to ask if they could move the rolls of barbed wire taking up most of their garden, they were delighted to invite him in. It's always good to be friends with doctors, and they just boiled the kettle for some nettle tea. Esteemed local doctor Bob Lilly told them that his wife was going to have a baby. Mrs Rokesmith thought that sounded like an excellent idea. As he dug in his wallet for the scan, Mrs Rokesmith imagined what her baby would be like. She imagined a stout, quiet girl with a thick waist and thin lips a girl who could survive anything. She would drive her girl to karate, show her horror movies at an appropriate age, and teach her to identify poisonous mushrooms. By the time esteemed local doctor Bob Lilly has finished his tea, she'd decided on a name and all that was left was to update Mr Rokesmith. The girls arrived within a month of each other, either side of the summer solstice. Constance Lilly was born late, placid and easily pleased, when the days could barely get any longer. Hepzibah Rokesmith was born early, small but determined when the nights were just starting to gain ground. Constance was born with hair. Hepzibah was born with teeth. Hepzibah had a square face with watery eyes, big and pale. She had the look about her of someone who could survive without sunlight. Some evenings she crawled from her garden to the neighbours, through the weeds and the dog-sized gap in the fence. The stinging nettles never bothered her. She'd been a pirate in that garden so much she'd inoculated herself. Constance's garden had no weeds. She had ash-blonde hair, socks that always matched, and a diet high in calcium and French verbs. Constance was always the princess, trapped at the top of the climbing frame and Hepzibah always climbed the slide backwards to save her. Only some evenings. For Constance, daughter of esteemed local doctor Bob Lilly, evenings were valuable. Horse riding, ballet and hockey clamoured and fought for them. Hepzibah realised how many calls princesses had on their time, and how few hours there were for the climbing frame, the nettles, the high seas. Those evenings, Hepzibah went out to Ditchling Common to look for bugs. She liked their tiny legs and little eyeless faces. They liked how still she stayed when she held out her hand for them to walk on. Mr Rokesmith, said Mrs Rokesmith, our daughter is holding a spider. Does it look venomous? I'll look it up. 
They discovered Britain has no native venomous spiders. That night they ate oven chips and watched World War Z, and the next day Mr Rokesmith came home with a book about spiders. It was Hepzibah's only brand new book. When she crawled through the fence, she held it close to her chest to keep the corners safe from bending. She sat at the top of the slide to wait for the battle to start. When the princess couldn't choose a name for herself, Hepzibah said, You should be Princess Moonbeam. Constance's smile was all teeth and dimples. Her curls shook when she threw her head back and she said yes, she would be Princess Moonbeam. Yes. And you should be Captain Spider. On their tenth birthday, for they always thought of birthdays together, Hepzibah received a cake and a sketchbook, and a horse box pulled up outside the house of esteemed local doctor Bob Lilly. Mrs Rokesmith's mouth stretched into a smile that was one thin line. What a lovely present, she said, in a voice that had become smaller. Come and say hello, Constance said, after she won the debate about Princess Moonbeam being a silly name for a horse. Only Hepzibah knew whose name it really was. She wanted her two best friends to love each other too, but Hepzibah couldn't go close to the horse. She liked creatures that were quick and small, and made no sound when they ran. The horse was a hundred feet tall, but Hepzibah did go and watch her ride, round and round a paddock, a warrior princess now. She drew her riding learning slowly how to capture wind in hair that escaped out of a helmet, drinking slowly from a thermos. "'You can ride her if you like. I'll teach you,' said Constance. Hepzibah said she was only there to draw. She wondered which drawing would remind her most of this summer, when they went to different schools in the autumn. "'No, you need to ride her. You need to defend the kingdom,' said Hepzibah. You have to give me a picture and sign it so I can show people I knew you when you get famous. Hepzibah felt silly signing something. Adults had signatures. She had problem handwriting. It stretched in odd directions. So she drew a spider. The new schools weren't so different. Constance wore red and Hepzibah wore bottle green. They did the same things in different buildings, ladder and tights and losing library books, pulling tight plaits out loose when teachers stopped looking. When they sat on the top of the climbing frame, their skirts got smudged with moss. "'Is it mould?' said Constance. "'No, look.' Hepzibah had a spider on her hand. They leaned in closer to look at its complex, tiny limbs. "'Seriously, you only like disgusting stuff.' "'Apart from me.' "'No, you're disgusting. You have mould on your skirt,' said Hepzibah. "'When Constance pushed her, she went all the way down the slide laughing "'and waited for Constance on the ground. "'The next day was debate team practice. "'The day after that was riding. "'What piano grade was the cut-off for being pirates? "'It was unclear, but Hepzibah thought they might have reached it. "'You could still be friends when you weren't pirates.' You could remember your dreams to tell her later. You could plan to move to New York. You could hear about Michael in maths class, who never looked at her. Some years happened. They both got taller, Hepzibah less so. They found they had thighs, and there were different rules about dressing them now. 
they found they had spots and there were no rules for that. You just had to hope for the best and avoid tips from the internet that give you chemical burns. Classes got harder and rotting climbing frames needed to be dug out of the ground. Some things they learned together and some alone. Constance found that if a beautiful boy invites you to smoke weed on a school trip, you will get caught and your mum won't care how handsome he was. Hepzibah found that zombies were an inappropriate topic for GCSE art, so she changed the title to the Book of Revelation and said it was about Jesus. Mrs. Rokesmith defended this to the head teacher and she got an A star. Constance was in a lot of clubs. The more certificates she gathered, the more she would be loved and successful, she was sure. When she argued with her parents, the sound carried across the garden, so Hepzibah still knew how she was doing. She'd sent the same story to eight creative writing competitions and not won anything. She wouldn't let anyone read it, and she wouldn't submit anything else. Hepzibah sat under the fat, bright stars and pictured meeting Constance in her thirties, knowing her face from the pictures. When they ran into each other, she'd remember they'd had different names once. She wouldn't know what they were. The wet earth drank the sound of someone coming up behind her and sitting down. Hepzibah looked up into the stars and thought about leaving home soon, living somewhere else, and the world being unimaginably different. I've written something for you. If you'd like to read it, you could draw the pictures, said Constance. Mm-hmm, said Hepzibah from somewhere far away, dreamy and high up in the sky. Would you like me to tell you what it's about? said Constance. Her voice sounded like she hadn't drunk water in a long time. She was frightened of the thing she was holding. Hepzibah laughed because she already knew what it was about. Don't look at me like that, she said, as her head flopped down to Constance's shoulder. I'd rather you read it to me. So, I Wrote a Thing is a happy, happy production, produced and directed by Eve Lightalis. The writer and performer was Emily Dixon.